and welcome to oh fuck. <laughs> uh, what Tom was trying to say is welcome to the before it was called podcast with um Tom on treads and it's a me Shaky J. I'm gonna leave that in. Fuck it. Oh, I think it's worth it. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> I cannot believe I fucked that up. I've done it so many times on radio, on podcasts, on YouTube shows, everything as guests on other people's podcasts. I've done it, and I fucked up. <laughs> oh, well, at least it was entertaining. And hey, you had a week off, so you're out of practice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, we had two weeks off. Oh, uh, week, some... A week off from the podcast, two weeks off from the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, apologies to our apparent listeners out there. Apparently you guys are out there and you're not just um Tom and I making multiple profiles to make ourselves feel better. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry I wasn't able to do anything. I've actually been moving the last couple of days. Yeah. Actually, last week or so, and it's been exhausting and haven't exactly felt like talking as much shit as I usually do. <laughs> And I had some other uh, more more personal family issues going on that uh, seem to be dealt with at the moment. Uh, yeah, I don't really want to get into what happened publicly. It wasn't anything like uh, I wasn't fighting for my parents or anything like that. It was uh, something more personal to me. Tom, Tom's wife sent him to his room without any dinner, and he was um, sulking for the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, for Tom, his um, room is upstairs, and with, <laughs> when he's in a wheelchair, it took him a really... That's why it took him so long to get back onto the podcast, because he had to try and drive up there so many times. <laughs> uh, actually, my room is downstairs. Everybody else is upstairs and fucks off. Oh, well, at least gravity takes you back down. Just dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, anyway, as we were saying, as I said before, with my um slightly interesting um introduction, we are talking about the Super Mario franchise. Yeah. Um, a lot of people would know that there's been a new movie announced. Yeah. Um, finally, a good one looks like. Anyway, then no, again, just, yeah, it could go so bad. It's so good that it turns bad. Yeah, well, like, I mean, there's been plenty of movies that look like they could be amazing. Like, what was it? Movie 47, was it? Movie, yeah, something like that, with that incredible cast, and it was just just crap. Yeah, like, just because it has a good cast doesn't mean it's going to turn out good. I mean, there's been lots of examples in the past where they've just um, failed. So, I'm hopeful. I'd like to see it go well. Um, I am curious about it. Yeah. But, um, anyway, let's do the intro music and then we'll start really talking about it. I was going to say, before we get into the intro music, I'm thinking about doing something, and this is the first time you're hearing about it. Each, for the next uh, six weeks, I'm or five weeks, it might be, I can't remember how many I made, uh, I'm going to play a different intro song. And it, whatever one you like the most, and this one goes out to all the fans fans or listeners whatever one you are so demo i was gonna say it's it's probably more like the all the fan singular yeah. all the listener I guess. <laughs> uh, so whoever he listens to this and i'm expecting just demo to comment uh literally tell us which one you like the most and that will be our permanent theme song going ahead because i can't pick 
I if have... we get enough people, if we get enough people um contacting us about it, we might set up a poll on the um Facebook group. Yeah, exactly. And see what we can get from there. They're all original songs. They're only thirty seconds each. Uh yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I hate you too. Oh, thank you. Someone else has got it, otherwise it's lonely. Oh, so yeah, here's the intro music. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Welcome to the Before It Was Cool podcast. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. We're back. Um, no one would have heard it, but Tom just counted me in very strangely. So that's why I seem a little bit apprehensive with my talking. But um, we're talking the Mario franchise. Um, so, Tom, what was your first real engagement with, I'm guessing considering our age, it would have been more likely to be a Mario video game, though the movie may have, the original Super Mario movie may have been out. Yeah. So yeah what was your first real engagement with the Super Mario-verse? Uh, the original Mario, <coughs> sorry, the original Mario film came out in 93 or 92? I, I have no idea. I've tried to expunge any memory of that <laughs> movie from my mind. When I was little, I think it was Super Mario 2 was my first so game. The one that wasn't actually supposed to be a Mario game. Yeah. And then Cause... I didn't really like it. Then I played Super Mario All-Stars on the SNES, and it got me back into it. Yeah. Um, for me, like, my parents actually got me the original NES, and um, one of the first games was the original Super Mario Brothers, and I love that. Bought Mario 2. It was good. Like, I played it, but it wasn't the same, because for those who don't know, Super Mario 2 in everywhere but Japan, I think it was, was actually a completely different game, and they reskinned it to be Mario, because... The original Super Mario 2 is what came out on the SNES as part of Super Mario All-Stars, as in Super Mario The Lost Levels. That was the original Super Mario 2. Yeah. And then, um... But my personal favourite out of the entire Mario franchise would be Super Mario 3 on the original NES and SNES. Um, the one where you had the map where you went around, you had items. There was, It was such a great all-around game. Like, it its playstyle was great. So good. It was amazing. What about you, Tom? What was another um what was your personal favorite Mario game? I have a very large soft spot and it gets harder as I think about it. Uh for Super Mario I got the original, the Super Mario Cup. What Super Mario Kart or Cup? Cart. Uh Mario Kart, yeah, on the snares, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think everyone has a pretty big soft spot for any Mario Kart variant. Like me, I played more of um, Super uh, Mario Kart 64. Yeah, and amazing. Um, I just been. Do you have any honorable mentions you want to add to your favorite Mario game? Uh actually, yes. The new Super Mario Kart 8. I've been playing it on my kids. Uh, what is it? Switch. Switch. Yes, and I bought them a Switch for years ago. I've been playing that, and it's fucking brilliant. I love that game. No, fair enough. Um, 
I personally like some other ones like Super Smash Brothers gets a um big Yeah, yeah, I forgot about from that. me. Um trying to think what else. So Smash Brothers was a big one. The very classic um versus Donkey Kong one gets yeah. points from me as well. Um I think everyone and their dogs played that one. Yeah. Can Donkey Kong be considered a part of the Mario universe? Because if it well, can, then the well, Donkey he's... Kong series is pretty good. As in the Donkey Kong Country series? Yeah, the original three. Yeah, um, well, I'd say it definitely is, considering he's, you know, in Mario Party, he's in Mario Kart. He's in the upcoming he was... movie. Yeah, I'd say he's definitely a part of it all. Yeah. Who's doing, who's doing the voice for... Um... For Donkey. Donkey Kong. Oh, this one. I'm looking forward to this one. It's Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah, he's... Well, he did... He was... He did Pumba well, and it's going to be... Like, he's got the right voice for it. He'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I, I can't well, wait to hear the Seth Rogen laugh coming out of Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's going to be great. Well, um, let's go through the cast first. So, um... The first, the, like the title character being Mario, Chris Pratt. Um, I have no issue with this. Chris Pratt the, is great. The only um, issue I can see is uh, if he tries to do the Mario uh, accent too heavily, it comes off a cheesy or b racist. Yeah, um, I definitely get you on that one, and that was pretty much my main concern. That he, I was hoping he wasn't going to go too cartoony and with the vocal well that end your sentence jay um that he go too <laughs> cartoony and too over the top almost overacted yeah um just yeah it's yeah he um and i do completely understand your concern there and i'm definitely with you because it's a very easy thing to go overboard yeah. because it is such a quoted character with the it's a me mario and it gets to a degree where people can go too far and it becomes kind of insulting. So yeah, yeah. I He did um, a, he did a good job in Lego. Like Lego movies. Yeah, but he was just using his own voice, voice really yeah, there. Yeah, he wasn't really doing an accent. Yeah. It's gonna be a fine line. But I reckon yeah. he can do it. He's got the chops. It just also depends on the director and what they're doing to try and get him to do certain things like are they going to say go overboard with it or is he going to be trying try and like, reel yeah, it in yeah be more bob it, hoskins he did it perfectly yeah it's probably one of the only good things out of it <laughs> actually yeah i wouldn't yeah at least uh, yeah <laughs> i liked it when i was a little kid then when i actually grew up and realized it was more than pretty colors on the screen i went wow that's terrible oh yeah and like well um bob hoskins was drunk the entire time apparently yeah he knew he fucking hated the movie even filming it he knew this is gonna be bad mm. and yeah, i like... don't know what's worse that or street fighter Street Fighter at least had a um redeeming factor in the guy who played Bison. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's And the reason why he took it is pretty awesome too. Yeah, it was for his kid, wasn't it? Uh, his like... grandkid. 
because he knew yeah. he knew he had cancer. He had one more role left in him. His grandkid had never seen him act, so and he loved uh, Street Fighter, so he said, "Yeah, I'll take this role on." Yeah. Anyway, so let's move to the um <laughs> the sidekick in Luigi. So that's Charlie Day. Now I'm looking at Charlie Day at the moment. And I don't really know him. Like, um. So you've never watched Always Sunny? I've never watched Always Sunny. Oh, it's, uh. <laughs> yeah. You would like it. It is fucking great. Uh. And he's also in Pacific Rim. Yeah, and... I've never watched Pacific Rim either. Or. I've watched the Lego movie. He's one of the characters in the Lego movie. Yeah, yeah. And the Horrible Bosses. Yeah, never watched Horrible Bosses. Uh, he, he's got chops. I'll give it up to him. He's uh, he's going to do it well, but it's the same thing, that accent. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same issue there. Yeah. Oh, he's been an American Dad as well, and Monsters University. Yeah. Yeah, some not bad little ones. He's got some uh, props with him. Like, uh, okay. he's the executive producer and co-creator of Mythic Quest. I think it is. Okay, I'll pretend I know what that is. Uh, it's a show on Apple TV. It's pretty good, actually. You like it? Okay. It's uh, made by the same guys from Always Sunny. But uh, yeah, he's got chops. He will be able to do it. I reckon anyway. Hmm. Okay, so the next character, the so Princess Peach is Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. Um. I've only seen a bit of this uh, person, like her acting skills. Like, well, uh, she's in the Queen's Gambit, which has been amazing. Yeah, that's the only one I've seen. Like, she's really good in it, but uh, Super Mario and Queen's Gambit are two pretty different things. Yeah, but she was in Peaky Blinders as well. I haven't watched that, but I do want to get around to it. Who was um, she in Peaky Blinders? Gina Gray. I'm drawing a blank. I've literally watched every episode of Peaky Blinders and I'm drawing a blank. Well, yeah, um, the only other one, like, there's a couple other movies, like, she's in Split, the one with, um... Oh, yeah, that's her. Uh, um, she's in... The M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, that is her. She's in The New Mutants, which is something I've been meaning to oh, watch. Oh, yeah, she is too. She's, she's Ileana Rasputin. Yeah, in the new mutants, she's the uh, the the badass chick. You know, every film's gonna have the "I hate you all" to "I love you" and save the day kind of chick. Yeah, but yeah, that, I get you. But that doesn't give anything to the storyline away. <laughs> new Mutants is actually a pretty good film, but okay. we're not talking about the reference of the Fox universe right now. Okay, the next one is the bad guy, and that's Bowser, Jack Black. I've, oh. I'm, I'm all over that. I, I love Jack Black personally, and I think he's great. He just um, looks like Bowser at the moment. with that. What, with the giant beard and stuff? Giant yeah. beard, he put all the weight back on, and he just looks like he wants to eat a child. Or still a princess. Well, like, he was also like, um, you've seen um, the new versions of Jumanji? Yeah. I yeah, kids. like him as a him as a teenage girl was hilarious. Yes. Or oh, fuck, was he one of the old guys in the second one? 
I haven't seen the second one yet, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. I know. But, uh, I know yeah. The Rock has to. He almost got nominated for an Oscar for this. He, at least they touted that he probably should have been. Uh, he had to. The Rock had to play Denny DeVito with the accent and everything, and it worked. I don't know how, but it fucking worked. It was so good. Fair enough. Like I think, yeah, I really dig Jack Black. He's um, and he can do so much with the voice, even just in singing alone. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so he's gonna be brilliant. I cannot. Oh, wait of course for him. he would. It's Jack Black as that is gonna be great. Um, the one that we've both been talking about being um Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I am curious as to more the role that um. Donkey Kong's going to have in it because he's been an antagonist before. He's been a protagonist ally. Is he going to be a sidekick? Is he going to be a side quest? Um, I'm really not sure what's going to be happening there. I, due to the animation style that they've been advertising with all the characters, it's going to be the modern day uh, Mario storyline. So I'm thinking he's going to be an ally. Or, um, is, I'm just wondering if he's going to be an ally or if he's going to be a, um, a bad guy turned ally sort of thing. Like, um, like at first he's fighting them and then joins up with them, sort of. Just that classic jazz. Yeah, that could be it. That could be it. Like... Okay, and then... Oh, sorry, you go. Like, it wouldn't uh, surprise me if that is it. I don't know if they want to go towards people in our age bracket, the new... The original Donkey Kong, where he threw the barrels at Mario and... Well, that's that's not the same Donkey Kong that we all know now. That is actually Donkey Kong's father in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but, like, I don't know if they want to go that way, or whether they want to target the audience that is playing it now, like my kids... Or I think I think they could easily do they could easily do a bit of both. Yeah, true. Yeah, like it's It'll pretty easy for them to do interesting it. Interesting with this cast to see what is rated as well. Uh, I, I'm thinking it's going to be PG. I think PG at most. Like they can't go past that. Otherwise, they cut out way too much of their um audience. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up is. The other sidekick being Toad, who <laughs> is Keegan Mike Keegan Michael Key. So Key is Key as in Key and Peel. Yeah. Um and fuck he which is, is good. Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. Uh, he's he's gonna be had excellent. a couple of appearance he's had a couple of appearance on Epic Rap Battles. He's yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's gonna um, be excellent in that role. Epic Rap Battles literally had an Oscar winner on one of their episodes. That is so cool. What was that, sorry? Epic Rap Battles had an Oscar winner. Because they had Who? Jordan Peele on one of their episodes. They've had him twice now, I think, or maybe even three times. And he won an Oscar for Get Out. Yeah. Though they've also had some other huge names on there. Like, they've had Weird Al Yankovic on there. They've had Snoop Dogg on there. They've had T-Pain on there. Yeah. Like, um, was they've it... had the names to back it up. Like, they've... The Jodie Foster was on an episode. Of epic rap battles of history. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Not... Uh, 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 it was another female celebrity. They're Fair all enough. Jodie Foster. 
Okay, oh, you just wow, I'm gonna go crucified. You just sound like you, you, you just sound like the guy in um Taxi Driver who became obsessed with her when she was a kid. Yeah, um, exactly. By the way, an interesting thing that I've just seen, did did you know that um Keegan Michael Key is gonna be starring in the movie Wonka coming out in twenty twenty two? Yeah, I heard about that. The prequel Willy Wonka movie. How do you feel about that, Tom? Uh I will see it when I see it. <laughs> I will judge it when it comes out, kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> At least it's not remaking Willy Wonka. Ah, uh, God, I'm feeling so, so angry at you right now. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um... Did you hear what the fuckhead's doing now? Which fuckhead? There's a lot of them. Tim Burton. Ah, uh, no, I didn't know, but what's he doing now? He's remaking The Addams Family for Netflix. Ooh. Like, he's... I'll admit he's the right character to do it. Like, the right person to perform it, but it's just going to be the same old, same old from him, in my opinion. I mean, right director. He's the right director for it, yeah, sorry, yeah. But... I wouldn't even say that. I don't reckon uh, he, he's the right director at all. He does gothic sort of stuff really well. I Yeah, but like, look at Dark Shadows. You fuck that. Yeah, but then you got to look at something like, even if you're not a fan of it, Nightmare Before Christmas is incredibly popular. Yeah, and... but that's when he still had the chops to do all right things. Mm, it's like saying true. Beetlejuice was good, so therefore 30 years later when Beetlejuice 2 comes out, which has already been advertised, it's going to be great too. No, it's not. Uh, fucking no, it's not. Alec Baldwin is old and fat now. Jean Grey or whatever Alec... her name is. Alec Baldwin wasn't in it, was he? Yeah, he was the main guy. What, as in Beetlejuice? No, no, the main no. guy, not uh, the main character. Wow, that's fucking clear. Um, <laughs> Gina okay. Davis is old and full of Botox and doesn't really do any acting anymore. Uh, Michael mm. Keaton, actually, uh, well, he's Michael Keaton. He's not going to give in a bad role. But, like, all you... Nice. And Winona right. Ryder is this old woman that is no fifth stealing shit. It's not going to be... Oh, she job. did that once, but she's done other movies since. No, I still rate Winona Ryder as an actress. So, like, she's still pretty solid, but... um, yeah, She has her moments. Like, I never got into Stranger Things. But that's just me. I understand it, it had its moments, but I couldn't, literally couldn't get past the first episode. I f tried four separate times. Four separate times I've fallen asleep. In the middle oh, of the day. Enough. I'm an insomniac. I don't Why do you, sleep. Well, you should be watching that shit more often, you dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Get some sleep. Come on. <laughs> but Fuck. yeah, uh, Renona, she was great in Black Swan. So, yeah, she has her chops, but you did it, like I said, tw 28 years too late. It should have been yeah. done 28 years ago, two years after the original. But, I have, right. Yeah, I do get you where it's still hot in the pan, like while it's still striking while it's hot sort of thing. Yeah, um, Tim Burton's a dickhead. <laughs> the next one is um Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, which is just... A, um, like Donkey Kong's pretty much, I think it's grandfather in the fluff who just tells him what to do and everything. And 
Fred gives advice and yeah. going to be so good on that role. I was going to oh. say, did you just goo yourself? I think I might have. But uh, in case <laughs> listeners out there don't know who Fred Armisen is, he's from the Saturday Night Live crew. He, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he plays uh, uh, Clay or Clem. I'm trying uh, to remember that character. The one, the the foreign guy that always hides behind his door. Ah, uh, yeah, And he yep. plays oh, violin at the wedding. Yep, yep, I know the character. Uh, um, he's also in shows like um Final Space. Yeah. If anyone's watched much of that, I have. It's pretty enjoyable. He's in Big Mouth. Yeah. Um. He's done some Robot Chicken. Um. He's been in heaps of stuff. Yeah, I'm going through his stuff now. Like his um. His filmography. Filmography. Thank you. I'm really <laughs> out of it at the moment, so I apologize, everyone. Um. Yeah, like, he's done a lot of work. A lot of voice work, too, which is pretty good. He's in Zoolander 2. He's in Anchorman. Yeah. Not that I care that much about either of them, because <laughs> I'm just not a fan of Will Ferrell, as I said. Um, he was in Modern Family a little bit. Um, Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. Yeah, so Don't he's... I know he played in that, but, yeah, he's been in the heaps. In Grand Theft Auto Five, he was. Let me try and. I've already gone past the things. So I'm trying to find it again. Um, Hugh Harrison. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Um, but yeah, he was in The Dictator. He was. <laughs> yeah, he's done a couple of things. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But he's playing a character. He's playing Cranky Kong. So it's not going to be a major role. But it's going to um, be yeah. one that steals the film. I bet you. Yeah, he's going to be the breakout character. Yeah. Um, though, Key as Toad has some potential there too. Yeah. And also, like as we said, Jack Black and Seth Rogen in two as two characters could really break out pretty well too. I think it's... Charlie Day as Luigi is going to shit. The entire cast is just stuck. Mm. Okay, then Karmic, a character I don't know off the top of my head from the Mario universe. Who? He's played... Karmic is the name of the character. K A M E K. I don't know. So that it's getting character. played by. Sorry. I don't know that character. Neither do I. But it, that's played by Kevin Michael Richardson. Um, he was Goro in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, the latest one or the original? Nineteen ninety-five. Oh, she is the original Goro. Yeah, um... From, so it's literally coming from the... In my mind, and this is arguable, and I might get some blowback from you, and I might get some blowback from the listeners, Mortal Kombat 95 is the only good uh, film made about a video game ever. Mm, I still wouldn't even say it's good. Um, I'll <laughs> rate Detective Pikachu. It was great. Detective oh, Pikachu was I, fantastic. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was pretty good. And so was um, uh, Sonic. I haven't seen Sonic yet. Um, but yeah, They're like... getting to be better honest, and better. Video game movies are generally pretty lacking if they try to be too serious. Yeah. But um, Then they become yeah, Assassin's Creed. Ugh, yeah. Um, next question. Um, 
though some more interesting ones for um Kevin Michael Richardson. So he's the voice of Dr. Hibbert in The Simpsons. <laughs> you almost my, had it. That was my terrible Dr. Hibbert mm-hmm. laugh. I he's, almost um, had it, but then it fucked up towards the end. <laughs> isn't that what happened with your birth? Yeah, um, pretty much. He's Principal Lewis in American Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he's in MODOK. There's a couple of different characters. <laughs> I love that. He's series. um he plays a couple of characters in Family Guy, so Jerome, Cleveland Brown Jr., Bill Cosby. Um I think you might want to get away from that last one that I said. Um He's in Teen Titans Go. Um Animaniacs, the twenty twenty version. Um Samurai Jack, if that's your jam. Yeah, so once again, lots of um voice work. Yeah. I uh, was in Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge as Goro once again. Did you see that cartoon Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah. So he played Goro in that. Well most of the cast played the same people, didn't they, for that? Um, I'm not entirely sure to be honest. Um He's in. Um, so I think it was more of the original cars returned for the cartoon than they did for Annihilation. Can you blame him? Um, I can't. After seeing Annihilation, I'm like, wow, wow, you went, wow, you went there, wow. Okay. He um also played did the voice of Groot in a lot of the um cartoon series yeah. of um like both Guardians, Avengers, just a couple of different Marvel series. And then what um, the new animated group series that's coming out? Well, to be honest, there's not exactly that much you have to do for that role. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, here we go. He's the voice of Barney Rubble in the Flintstones and WWE Stone Age Smackdown. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, so, um, once again, a lot of voice work, which awesome um some of my favorite actors are voice are predominantly voice actors like mark hamill so nothing but praise there should be good another character called spike is being played by sebastian maniscalco never heard of him uh let me see if i can find something so um he's in the irishman yeah i've been meaning to actually watch that it's long but really good to be honest, it's um, Scorsese, so I've already got. I already think it's going to be good. Yeah. Anyway, it, it is. Good. Um, it's De Niro and Pacino on screen in their like hundreds, but they do and, really and well. Pesci. And, and Pesci. 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 I forgot he came out of retirement for it. Yeah. Mm. They all do so well. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this actor's only got about fourteen movie credits. Um, movie or show credits, but um, 58 credits playing himself on Jimmy Kimmel Live, The Comedy Store, Celebrity Family Feud. So, bit of a comic, I think, and CBS Morning Stuff, so Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, Joe Rogan Experience. So, yeah, I'd say he's definitely a stand-up comedian then, by the looks of that. And then the last Darkness one... Darkness Celebrity it, Chef. 
that's oh, possible. Um, <laughs> then there's one where it only says voice. They haven't actually given a role, and it's Charles Martinet, or Martinet. I don't know how to pronounce it properly. But, um, okay, he's the one who voices many characters in Nintendo games, such as Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, Toadsworth, Baby Mario, Baby Luigi. Wow, okay, that's a... Um, He's also a voice in the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So he's gonna. So many Mario games. He'll probably come on to fill the gaps. Maybe, or even just be like a reference, like almost like an Easter egg sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, so that's the cast that's been announced now. Fantasy booking time. The Private Score podcast is now on Patreon. There are six tiers to choose from, ranging from $1 to $100. $1 gets you just to help. $3 gets you a shout out in every episode, except for the episodes in the next tier. $10 gets you your choice. You choose the topic, and I record a solo episode dedicated to you with no ads or other Patreon shout outs. $15 is produce it up. You can the opportunity to choose the week's topic and the co-host. The code should be attainable and knowledgeable on the subjects. 26 spots available. $50 gets you the VIP co-host position. Three spots available. $100 is make the school podcast your own. You and a person of your choosing make an episode. You can even change the intro music and artwork and you can edit or ask Tom to edit to your specifications. Go to patreon.com before IWC and you will get to our landing page. That's patreon.com before IWC. Please support us so that we can continue to provide you with quality content each and every week. Yep, okay, so we've got that cast, but there are some very key um, uh, characters from the Mario universe that haven't been cast yet, so let's go with the one that's on the tip of my tongue. Yoshi. I've got two for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vin Diesel. Because <laughs> of what he did with Groot. I think you could do that with Yoshi. And The Rock. Dwayne the Dwayne Dwayneson. Like, I, I see where you're coming from, but the fact that Yoshi doesn't have much of a talking voice. Like, it's yeah, just like... Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. I get that, but like, how much of an Easter egg would it be to say that we got The Rock to do Yoshi. Yeah, um, it, it makes me think of South Park, what they did in the early seasons when they'd have a celebrity on. Like, they had Jay Leno on as the voice of the cat, and George Clooney was the voice of the dog. Yeah. Like, really, like, like I think that's really funny. But I'd like to see, like, Yoshi with, like, a very normal voice, and then by the end, he actually starts talking, and it comes out with, like, The Rock's voice. Or Morgan Freeman. Or, like, yeah, something really unexpected. Or, like, you know what? Make it, like, Samuel L. Jackson going full Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of all these motherfucking Coopers and this motherfucking pipe. Like, something like that. Like, it could... <laughs> they won't do it, but God, I would just... I hear that, I'd be like, Ah, that is awesome! I'd, I'd, I'd get very excited. Um, but yeah, um, I love your idea behind that, like, going something that shouldn't work. Like, Vin Diesel, at least, as Groot, like, he has that gravelly voice, so it works. This yeah. is something that's completely contradictive. Yeah. Like, you'd think, like, you might get someone like um, Kevin Clash, who was the voice of Elmo, to do Yoshi or something like that. But getting someone completely off there could be really funny. I like that idea. Because The Rock could do that high-pitched voice. 
in around the time yeah. of filming, you can see me. He'll be coming straight <laughs> off on. the back of uh, Black Adam. Yeah, which helps carry him a little bit through it all. So yeah, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. So what else you got? Okay, so Wario. Oh, uh. Is 100% animated, so it's got to be something with a good evil voice. Uh, but stereotypically evil, like over the top, like. Um, I think I've got who I'd like for it. Who? Seth MacFarlane. So the voice that he uses for Peter. Now, in a couple of episodes, there's Peter's evil twin where he's like, yeah, sort of thing. And it's it would be perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. Although. I've got one who's a bit old school. With younger audiences, he won't bring name value. Although right mm. now he's got a Disney show out. I is Steve Martin. See, I've never been much... Like, I see where you're coming from, and I think he could do it. I'm just not much of a Steve Martin fan. I'm not much of a Steve Martin fan in the fact that I think he is like early Jim Carrey. Yeah, he acts everything, although Jim Carrey did it to fit his character. Steve Martin does it in a neurotic kind of overacting David Schwimmer kind of way, which just annoys the living shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think if it's a voice role, he could lend that that role. And well, yeah, this I think he but once again, it does. Wario. It does have to make sure it doesn't go on the too far Italian sort of scale. Yeah. But like um definitely has some potential there for that. I definitely agree with you. Um some other characters. So Waluigi, a minor character in the grand scheme of things, but has a huge fan base. Um pretty, his voice is incredibly similar to Wario's, so any of the ones we said, or maybe even Steve Carell. Yeah. Although, but, I think C. Carell's voice is too distinct. He'll be more of a Wario himself. Mm. Well, that's the... the thing. He's done things with his voice where he does sound really different. Like, you look at him in Despicable Me, for example. Yeah, but you can tell that Steve Carell. Mm, very true. Very true. Uh, that being said, you can tell Chris Pratt any t- any way you hear him. So, And they've done him for Mario, so... Yeah, true, but, um, true. We'll have to wait and see once again, as I've said. Um, I can't really think of any other really iconic characters from the Mario-verse. Diddy Kong? Diddy Kong, like, is definitely a possibility, and that just has to be, like, a high-pitched monkey voice. Um, There's a lot of potential there. Like, Like, considering they're going for more comical actors for all of this, I mean, looking at the line of people... Well, what about, um, what's his name? Um, ah, uh, give me a moment. Just looking up his name. Do, 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 um, do, do. Andy Sandberg. For Diddy. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. Oh, okay, for Yoshi. Like, admittedly, I'm just looking at, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Terry Crews? No, Andre Brora. The, um... The chief. Oh. <laughs> like, like this voice of Yoshi, and then by the end it's just very well pronounced, and I think that'd be very amusing. 
Mario, do not go in there. Uh, yeah, I could say it. Well, yeah, I think... It... But, like, even if they had it, like, um, him trying to talk, and it always comes out as the high-pitched thing, but you get the in-the-head voice, yeah. and it's all that, like, that could work like, Mario, that is a really bad idea. You should not eat random mushrooms you find on the ground. Yeah. I did this once at Woodstock. It was not good. <laughs> I am permanently green since then. And I um, can't talk out loud. <laughs> this is so frustrating but he does even similar to the chief where he doesn't show that much emotion the entire time yeah the other good one is uh the 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 one that plays rosa mendez in brooklyn 99 i can't remember her name in the show she's such a badass but in real life she like speaks from a real high pitched tone and like doesn't wear leather at all, and she's like really, really happy go lucky. Yeah, and in um, the show, she's the polar opposite, and she does it so well. Um, have you seen? Did you hear about her and Lana from W? Well, WWE at the time having a feud. No. Yeah, so Lana had an entire like street of traffic blocked for a photo shoot. Yeah. And um, oh, what's her name? Um. Yeah, the woman who plays Rosa, um, <laughs> just, yeah, just called her out on it. Uh, Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she um, called her out. On it. Yeah, just called her out and just like, she was like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. And like, yeah, and you slow down all this traffic. Well done, dickhead. <laughs> like it was... <laughs> It was um pretty uh, awesome, and um, and if um Miro, if you're hearing this, I did not just insult your wife. Please don't hurt me. Um, oh god, There's so much has happened in the wrestling since we've uh when we, in that two week period where we uh, had our break. Oh god, Big E's the world champion. Yay! I'm all over that. I'm yeah. Oh, he fuck. deserves it. Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, CM Punk. CM Punk. They're all in AEW now. Brian Danielson literally, literally had his very first day melts of five-star match. Mm. Last week on then Dynamite. So that being good. said, Meltzer is also, you know, pretty biased towards AEW. He's biased to anyone other than WWE. But mm. that's because WWE enforced the solid Raymond down your throat. Yeah, true. Oh, um, Although I am so, looking um, forward to Braun Breaker. Yeah, um, that's... Um, what's his Steiner's name? Kid. Rick Steiner's son, yeah. Um, right. He's only been two weeks on TV, but he's so good. Yeah? yeah. Um, I heard his promo's a little bit like his uncle. Yeah, oh yeah, if you close your eyes, you think it's got Steiner on the screen. Uh, just with much better maths. Like just with much better maths, hopefully. Like him, he's got the same cadence, everything. But yeah. As I said, um, I just hope it's much better, um, much better maths than Scott Steiner. <laughs> Although, uh, he was like, I left out one number of added in this number with any correct, and everybody's like, no, Scott, no, no. Uh, it's, 
It's what like um. Okay, so we've gone off Mario. We're talking wrestling <laughs> because it is something we're both passionate about. Um, there's <laughs> a channel on YouTube called um Wrestling with Regret, and it's all with W's. Yeah, I know. and he does a great um. I think it's a top eight or it's a top sixteen best worst promos. Yeah. Oh, and what's I'd... his name? Brian Zane. Yeah, Brian Zane. He's great. Um, Brian Zane, if you're a fan of the thing. Give us a shout out. If you're not, you should be listening, but it's kind of weird if you're not a fan, so you're not listening, and I'm telling you to listen on the thing you're listening to. So, yeah, work that out. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Oh, shit. We went listening to Sacrifice in 2010, I think it was. Too much. That was the Scott's kind of mathematics program. Yeah, it's it's fantastically bad. Like it is. Anyone, even if you're not a fan of wrestling, go watch it. Watch it, and you'll just sit there scratching your head. But you kind of believe it because he's intimidating and he's yelling at you the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> but even though that his body is literally a steroid at this point, just oh, one steroid, just a blob big, of steroid. Yeah, like big popper pump. Like he's just the day that he stops doing it and. He is he's gonna effectively turn into like and they did it on um Family Guy, he's gonna turn into a flying squirrel, just the flaps of skin from where his muscles were. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like and he's already had one of his biceps explode. That's why yeah. he has that weird divot in his right arm. Because one of yeah, his biceps man... literally popped. But uh yeah, even though it's all steroid, he can still kill you. Quite mm. easily. Oh, yeah. Steroids usually like mean you, a lot of I muscle. I mean the people, and me, and you, everyone. Though, um, that being said, it's pretty easy to run away from him. He's not exactly mobile. Yeah. Um, though, um, okay, so the big one, the elephant in the room when it comes to wrestling, um, Ric Flair. What's your view? Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm... Uh... Have you seen the episode of Dark Side of the Ring? I haven't, no. But oh, um, it's a uh, little confronting. They he refused to appear on it, but hmm. uh, yeah, they edited it in a way that uh, RVD is an eyewitness, and then RVD came out later and said, "No, I wasn't an eyewitness." They just edited it to make it sound like I was. Yeah. Uh Tommy Dreamer. I love you. I've met you a few times. We talk on Twitter all the time. You, my friend, are a fool for what you said. Mm. Oh my god. You literally equated sexual assault to someone, a PC idiot getting insulted. That's literally what you equated it to. That was just foolish. And Ric mm. Flair is a pig, or was a pig. I don't know if he's still like that now. Back mm. then, that was just, yeah. Yeah, um, and I'm... Pig's too good of a word for that situation. Yeah, pigs at least make bacon. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like, like, I was... I respected Ric Flair as a performer. I thought he was great in the ring. Bit one-dimensional a lot of the time, um, but during the time that he was around, he was great, and he played a great chicken shit heel. 
Yeah, he or was conniving heel. Stick as well like, on the mic. No, see, he he was only ever average to me on the mic. Like most of the time, it just came across as him yelling. But that's that's just me. He just knew his character and he stayed to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. His, Even though it was someone else's character. His character was over the top. Yeah, it was Buddy Rogers. Uh, Buddy Rogers wasn't even the original Nature Boy. There was one poem. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah, he did yeah, it and, the best. And Ric Flair's issue is that he was believing he was that character still. Yeah. And that life had to be lived that way. And it's like, it's the same with Hulk Hogan. He believed his own hype. Yeah. He literally um, countersued Gorka for releasing his sex tape, for making people believe that Hulk Hogan no longer has a 13-inch penis. So Terry Blair has <laughs> a 4-inch dick. Hulk Hogan has a 13-inch dick. And when they released it as the Hulk Hogan sex tape, they made it obvious that Hulk Hogan no longer has a huge dick. And he um, won. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> in this case, it would have been a case of um, libel or slander. Yeah, it was and character it was something that assassination sh- or some shit like that. Yeah, but um, did you hear what they've done in the opening thing for WWE for um, because w- Ric Flair was in the opening <laughs> part of the DVD thing. Yeah, they replaced, I heard about this. Replacing it with the Ultimate Warrior. Oh god! <laughs> and I mean, it's... like fuck, like oh, when it comes to old school wrestlers, you want to pick some that are like pretty clean and considered good people. You've got you've you got literally Ricky have the Dragon Steamboats sitting there. You literally have. If you don't want to go to Aussie Rose to make it too obvious about AEW, you've got Roddy Piper right there. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do Roddy Piper, the fact that he's been found in blackface. Like, that's enough to say, yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, um, true. But, but, like... Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You've got Rick, you've got... Yeah, Ricky Steamboat. You've got fucking everyone else from the Attitude Era. You've got half the Ruthless Aggression Era. You've got Kurt fucking Angle. Sitting right there. Yeah, they've got so many they can do for the old school. They've got Bruno. Yeah, exactly. They've got Bob Backlund. Um, oh, and God. they choose the Ultimate Warrior, a racist, Bigot. homophobic piece of shit. Honestly, like, and not even a prof- a good wrestler. Like he, no, was he was iconic in his time. He was intense and he could draw a crowd. But his actual wrestling skills, like, he wasn't good on the mic. He just rambled. He wasn't great in the ring. He was just a powerhouse. And half the time, no sold actual offense that should have been done. Like, when he got up after the pedigree, I was like, oh, that's so unprofessional. Yeah. Like. My and, yeah, dude. just. You buried to a do guy a job that ended it. up becoming nothing in the industry. Who Triple H? Yeah, not important at all. He's done nothing for um wrestling at all. Exactly. Or all the best to him, by the way, because during our break he had that uh, heart issue, which ended up yeah. being a genetic heart issue that he had to have immediate surgery for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, admittedly, like the heart's considered like the hammer of the body because it just thumps. Um. Maybe he got it from Vince and was a genetic jackhammer. <laughs> I realized where you were going about halfway through that, and I was like, oh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Yeah, I had the heart to do it. Um, <laughs> oh, God. 
Maybe we should start calling um hurting heart Helmsley. Um <sighs> I'm trying to breathe through it. I'm trying to breathe through it. <laughs> so was he. Um Oh god damn it. <sighs> was, uh... Uh, no, I I will say um best of luck to Triple H. I'm sure he's fine. But um did you see um Superstar Billy Graham's response to it. No. Uh, it's like, why is it, he's keeping something hidden? Why isn't he telling everyone this information? It's like, because it's his own personal life? Yeah, he's Like, Billy Graham it. just went nuts on it. And it's like, the, the, the hell are you talking about? Billy so, Graham um, is a conspiracy theory nutbag. Oh, yeah. Um, Hulk Hogan before he was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Just Hulk Hogan without the savvy to actually market. Hmm. Okay, so um, well, we talked Mario. We've had a tangent. Um, <laughs> Giant tangent. Yeah, Plus yeah. Must have been tired second um, half of the show. Yeah, pretty much. So um, we'll just quickly jump back to the Mario thing. Is there um a Mario game that you've ever been disappointed after playing? Where you're like, oh, that was that wasn't worth the hype. Oh, I don't know, because, like, after N64, from GameCube up to the Switch, I pretty much didn't play in Nintendo anymore. I was a PlayStation kid. Um, yeah, I get you on that. So, like, all my experiences were good. Like, mm. ending with Super Smash Brothers on the N64, and then picking back up with Mario Kart 8 or 9 or whatever it is. Like, um, all of them were good. So all the bad ones reportedly came out in that middle area there over that 20, 25-year period. And I didn't play those games. Yeah. Um, mine's not like any, like, bad games as such. Just more, I guess, almost like a bit of disappointment in some stuff that happened in the games. The main ones being the Super Smash Brothers series. Now, I love them. But then they started adding characters that really weren't right for it. Yeah. Like, for example, Solid Snake is in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is that, that right? Like, an espionage special, spec ops soldier who is known for, like, smoking for one. Yeah. Um, Literally, one of his things in the game is light up a cigar to skip time. Yeah, and um, in previous games, it was to calm your nerves and stuff. Yeah. And, like, he's in Super Smash Brothers, which is the most, one of the most, well, probably the biggest kids fighting game. Um, exactly. Like, yeah, he's one of the ones that doesn't make sense. Like, there's a lot of the um, ones from um, Japanese RPGs, like Fire <laughs> Emblem and stuff like that. I don't know why they were in there. Like, they're much more serious characters. They're not the cartoony sort of characters. Huh. Um... And yeah, like when they added Sonic, I was like, nah, you know what? That's cool. I don't mind having Sonic in there. Like he's, he was that ultimate rival and that rivalry can still go for a little bit. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I have no issue with that. But just putting in serious characters in there, like, um, let me have a look at the Super, oh no, we don't need to do that. We've <laughs> talked about a downside in the, like, yeah, it was, um, yeah, that taking it a bit too far when it came to, um, what characters do we add? Because it's like, 
well, these characters aren't really right for the aesthetic of the game. So you weren't disappointed by a game, you were disappointed by a feature. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, um, I didn't like the, um, battle mode that was on the Wii for, um, Mario Kart. So Mario Kart Wii, the battle mode was not great, but then again, I was comparing it to the Nintendo 64 battle mode, which was amazing. Or the SNES um, battle mode, which was amazing as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, any final thoughts about the Super Mario movie? Once again, Charlie Day and Chris Pratt have to tread that very fine line of being either over the top or extremely racist. And they have to hit that sweet spot. I think yeah. it has the opportunity to be the best uh, video game film ever made. Has the potential, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be. Yeah. Um, one thing I'd like to see is um, what was his name? John Leguizamo. So the guy who played um Luigi. Luigi in the original one. I wouldn't mind seeing him come in as a little cameo. Problem is, yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. But I don't think they can do that without Bob Hoskins, who's been dead for a number of years now. Yeah. Um. Rest in peace, Smee. Um, yeah. Who was the original Mario? Uh, I think if you're gonna end, what's his name? Um, the guy who played Bowser in the original. Um. Um. Bob. Oh, not Bob Hoskins. What's his name? Yeah, um, I was getting, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. I was getting confused. Bob Hoskins, but he's dead as well. Uh, he's been dead for. He passed away almost ten years ago. Eleven years ago. Yeah. Um. Twenty ten. Yeah, so yeah, 11 years ago. Uh, the, I don't think you can bring Luigi in without the other Mario. Uh, I think it could work, like, even if it is just a little, like, nod to the audience sort of thing. Like, even if it's just a background character for anyone who's paying attention. Yeah. Like, um... Also, but that's I just... don't know if they want to even shine a light on the fact that they made that abomination. Well, they're going from an going from live action to animated, so like, I think it could work. I, but um, yeah, yeah, like it's it's a fifty fifty. I think like whilst yes, it was a very bad movie. Everyone like anyone who's older with a kid there is instantly looking at it and just saying like, you know what? It's the elephant in the room. Everyone's thinking it. I think um, have a little bit of it there. It'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what route they want to go with it, making it yeah very meta, or just staying in the universe completely. If yeah. they want to go meta, at the end they should have Mario call out Crash Bandicoot. Uh, so where's your think... movie, bitch? Then run credits. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna take that risk. I don't think uh, they will either. I just want it. <laughs> but do you think they're going to build to a crossover with Sonic? I didn't even think of that. Uh, maybe they've done it, it in they've done it in video games left, right, and center. They could easily do it in movies. Movie. The only issue is the fact that the bad guy in Sonic is live action. Like Doctor Robotnik is live action. Well, the, everyone 
in uh, Sonic Youth, except for Sonic Youth live action. Uh, yes, but whereas the Mario movie is going to be animated, so... Well, you can easily do that because they're coming from the Sonic world, which is pretty much animated, and depending on the animation style, they could easily just have them find one of Sonic's rings and teleport onto Earth. Yeah, that'd be pretty easy. Like it's, it wouldn't be that hard to storyline do that. And it'd be a good way to set it up at the end. Like, um, Mario goes to hit a box, and instead of a coin coming out, one of the rings comes out. It's like, this looks weird. And then you see a blue flash, and then fade to black. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... It'll be interesting. I, I actually wouldn't mind that. No, what I wouldn't mind if they yeah. can do it is a triple threat crossover. Sonic, Mario, and Detective Pikachu. Um, the ending of Detective Pikachu kind of ruled that out. That a pretty definitive ending. Yeah, but um, it would still be pretty cool. I think Detective Pikachu was solid enough that it didn't actually need a sequel. Yeah, um, yeah. I think if they're going to add, like, the third thing for the triple threat, they have to go with... Because they have to go, like, there's... Because back in the day, there was just the two, Nintendo and Sega. There was all the... There was the other ones around it, but they were the kingpins. Yeah. And then it slowly well, moved around the... You had Atari the, and Commodore. Then it but was they, Sega and Nintendo. Yeah. And then eventually PlayStation came along. And, and Sega Xbox. slowly kept disappearing, disappearing, and then Xbox. So they could go with Nintendo and bring in um, Crash Bandicoot for it, but um, you mean PlayStation? PlayStation, sorry, they absolutely could. But yeah, it would be uh, interesting. I was thinking more Pikachu because Pokemon are a Nintendo uh, entity, and so is Mario. And Sonic, even though he's available on many different platforms, he's associated with Nintendo, even though he was their rival for, like, 20 years. Uh, yeah, Sonic, like, because Sega's just moved back to being um just a software designer. Yeah. They, um... Like a publishing company. Yep. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's been a big change... So he has become a part of it all, and he is associated with it now. But like, like I don't think they'll ever add Crash Bandicoot to anything, just because I don't think PlayStation and Nintendo will work together on that. I don't um, think they will. Well, I think uh, Crash will get his own movie one day. I don't think he should, to be honest. I don't think um, he should, or I think he will. Yeah. Just like I don't think there should be an Uncharted movie, but we got mm. one. Yeah, very Tom true. Holland is playing uh, Drake. Nah, good work. Uh, he fucking hates it. He's like, so every day in Tom Holland, if you don't know what Tom Holland's like, go on his social media, he's very honest about all of his roles, which yeah. is why, like, they literally had to slap him with an NDA for No Way Home, because he was yeah. going to release all the secrets. But, uh, yeah, like, they warned him, if you do 
you owe us a lot of money. So don't. Mm. But like he's outright said, the Uncharted movie is will be the worst movie of my career, and I wish I didn't do it. Yeah. My damn. That is brutal. But yeah. Yeah. We don't ask, we didn't ask for an Assassin's Creed movie, but we got one. <laughs> hmm. So we're not asking for a Crash Bandicoot movie, but Sony see dollar signs and they're gonna give us one. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I think that's it. I think it is too. Mm. Yeah. So I've been Tom on Treads. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, videos are starting to blow up. Uh, yeah, they've been doing really well. Um, mine is still the best at the moment with my um, top 10 Star Wars video games. Yeah. Um, I did delete my most recent video and then re-upload it. Because yeah, you got peak. copyrighted. I did. I got copyright slammed by WWE using their videos. AEW New Japan, they had no problem whatsoever. WWE were like, fuck you. You bad mouthed our title. Didn't A- No, it was NXT that you got. Uh, NXT match you got busted on, not, A- not AEW. I thought it was AEW for a second there as well. NXT, um, uh, the UK Championship match in the WWE uh, ECW match as well. Thank you, Doki. Anyway, buddy, he's been Tom on Treads. I've been Shaky J. Check us out on any podcast things you listen to. Check out our YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe there. Um, It helps us out. It gives us a little ego boost through the week when we're just sitting at home crying because we're not talking to each other. (laughs) Um, Or crying because we know we have to talk to each other soon. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll chat to you later. See you later. Bye.